the feel-good way to start your day. Woody and Tubes. Big show. This is the podcast no, intro. <laughs> yes, it is. We had a massive show today. You talked a little bit about a ghost that attaches to themselves to people, which I didn't quite understand, which made know, people leave their house. Well, because, yeah, a ghost, I don't know how familiar you are with ghosts, but ghosts can attach themselves to a person or a thing or an environment or a house, but this ghost has attached itself to a person. And we no. also talk about a Tasmanian that has a ghost attached to them. They said it wasn't a demon because they're more rare, but it's an aggressive ghost. Sure. So the demons are rarer. That's my understanding. Sure. But the, anyway, it's it's an incredible story. That <laughs> It's not an incredible story. It actually have a is. Listen. Could you imagine have a living listen. in a home where you have to keep moving, but the ghost is moving with you? Forty gave us an update on all things Olivia Newton-John tribute. Yeah, there's that. that's going to be broadcast across the weekend, and Will he's be. hosting that as well. It's going to be huge. We caught up with Maisie Gibson to she talk about the Women's National Cricket League this final, is, which happens. I'm trying not to be angry about it. Right. I'm trying to be happier this week. Yes. Because the buses and stuff got me a bit frustrated. You're trying to bring the sunshine. And the health, <laughs> and the health system. Yep. Why is it not being covered as much in the media as it should be? They're going back to back. This is huge. Yeah. I- and it's free entry with a free sausage sizzle. And whilst that's great, it kind of frustrates me a bit that they have to do that to get people there. Look. I'm correct. Where have you seen it? I'm not seeing. A I've lot of seen coverage. it on Triple M Breakfast with Woody I know and we cover it because I love it. I can't wait to see it. I'm it going to be there. It just makes me a little bit cranky. That's all. I just surprise, think we surprise. should surprise. I think we should. You say I'm glass half full. Well, you're glass <laughs> half cranky. <laughs> Here's what you missed. Live from just around the corner. To make the feel good last. This is Woody and Tubes. Triple M Breakfast. Good morning, Tasmania. Good, Good morning. morning, Hobart. We're after a top of 31 today. Yuck. High fire danger. Yeah. Even in Rosetta at the moment, you're already on 18. That's about perfect. Enjoy it right now, Rosetta. Oh, don't be. It's beautiful out there. It's 31 right now. today. Don't bother walking around this afternoon. Yuck. Oh, some people have to work outside, too. 33 Think- in Glenorchy, the top. 33 for Brighton, 32 for Bell Reeve. Yuck. Signet, 32. Ugh. Not for me. You work in an air-conditioned office. As we all we should. We have a lot of amazing tradies. Yeah, they're, they're the heroes today. Absolutely. If you're working, working on a roof today. I was going to say, if you're working on a roof or even worse, inside a roof cavity... Ugh. See, so you've yeah. got nothing to whinge about. So let's go from no. half glass empty to half glass full. I'm, mate, I'm just happy to have some water. I'm just happy to be drinking. What? The water in my glass. I don't even know what that means. Half, it won't be half empty soon. It's oh. going to be fully empty when I drink it. <laughs> hey. What? If you would like a meat tray, give <laughs> us a yeah. Oh, yeah, you're still here. No, I'm here. Uh, if you'd like a meat tray, give you us did a say. You did say to me this morning... Chibs, I'm probably not going to need you today until about 8.15. You can go. Yeah. All right. Off you go. Off I go. Jog on. <laughs> I might have a little snooze out on the couch. No, we've got a lot to do. It is free plug Friday and we do yeah. have that meat tray. So thanks you- to Robbo's Chicken and Meats in open seven days in Glenorchy. Wow, Robbo. Absolutely wow, Robbo. You just give us a call, one triple three five three. you get your ticket. You Easy. could be 100 bucks richer in terms of meat. Shout outs galore. Woods. We should do a vegan platter too. No thanks. We should do that in honour of producer Ria, who is not with us any longer. She's today. She's she's just sick. She's just sick, but she's she's still alive. She's just ill. She's fine. Ria, do we take the calls now? No, she's Scott and Montrose. You're in the metro. You can text us too. I'll put you in the metro if you just text. Um, Scotty. Yeah, how you going? What are you doing today for this 31 degree day? Uh, working outside. I'm an outside worker, so at a high school. How oh, do you feel wow. about people that whinge about hot days when they're in an air-conditioned office, like tubes? Uh, toughen up. Get outside and enjoy it. Uh, not for me, thanks, Scott. I appreciate <laughs> that, but I'm not doing it. It's too hot. Uh, 
I wouldn't blame you. I respect you at all. I respect you, Scott. What's it going to be in Montrose today, I wonder? Hey, Scott, well done. You've got a ticket in the meat tray. Montrose, 33 today, Scotty. Get out there and mow the lawns now because it's a nice 18 degrees at the minute. Perfect mowing conditions. Yeah, but it won't be far away, I'll tell you now. Good on you, Scott. Thanks for your call. You've got a ticket in the meat tray. Are we going to get an AFL team? Is it getting close? We're going to cover off on that this morning. Tessa Randello from our Triple M Hobart newsroom is in the studio. Morning, Tessa. Good morning. So, Gil McLaughlin, we've been talking about this over the last 24 hours in the state, making some announcements. Yes, yeah, so he committed $360 million in total to a Tasmanian team. Um, a little bit of that, I think just $15 million was going to go towards the stadium with the rest kind of going towards different development programs, building talent in the state, all that kind of stuff. But it's all still contingent on this stadium. So that really lands in the hands of the federal government now because they have been asked to commit $250 million to build the stadium. They haven't said yes or no just yet. Um, the, uh, the Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, said yesterday that they're going to be considering it, but it's probably not going to be anything until the May budget comes around. It'll have to be a budget um, discussion. Yeah, and that $15 million that Gill's putting in for that stadium, that doesn't even pay the interest for one year for that stadium. I believe the interest would be around $20 million a year. Yeah. Because yeah. oh. we've got to borrow it. Just, just give us our team. Oh, I just like just. I'm, I'm at a point where, all right, three hundred sixty million dollars over ten years. That's thirty six million dollars a year to set up a Tasmanian football yeah. team. That's AFL and AFLW. That's great. They're going to have to do that anyway. If we're getting a team, they have to do that. To put a caveat on it with, if if you want this, you have to build this. I'm just a little frustrated with that. For for literally years, we've had. AFL being played at Bell Reeve in York Park. And we've paid for that privilege. We've paid for the privilege, <laughs> but it was good enough in 2020, yeah. 2021, I think, for us to play finals there. And I am just a little... I, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like the public is against it. We've seen a lot of federal politicians from Tasmania come out against the stadium, which I think is political posturing. I think they're, what they're doing is they're covering their own backsides, particularly the, the Liberal side of things where the state Liberals want the stadium. The federal, Labor's, uh, federal Liberals are saying, no, we don't want the stadium because then they're having a bite of each cherry, if you know what I mean. They're, they're, they're having their cake and they're eating it too a little bit. Um, I am just fed up with this debate. I think just give us our team and we'll figure it out. There you go. It's not to say we can't have a stadium in the future, but now no. is not a time. Oh, well, this is the thing. We were talking yesterday, weren't we, Tessa, that you can't even get transport. Like, imagine if mm. we've got all these extra people coming to watch AFL games. We've got nowhere to bloody get them there. No. And we've also got, you well, know... It's terrible, our transport We've system. also got groups like, you know, the AMA coming out saying, you know, we need that funding in health, we yeah, need that funding in other places, yeah. including transport, health, education, all of those issues that we're having at the moment. I'll be honest, of a stadium. I, get, I get scared. Even My mum's a couple of years off 80. I, I'm petrified of the health system for her. I really am. Because you're talking about nursing homes, all those places they're understaffed, underpaid, underfunded. I think we can have both. I think I think they're not mutually exclusive. You don't just have health or a stadium. I think that there's a lot of water to go under the bridge with what our health system, the pressure our health system is under. I, I don't have an issue with building a stadium. What I have issue with is that the AFL are holding us to ransom yeah. for the stadium. Yeah. We deserve a team here in Tasmania. We absolutely deserve it. We are a founding member of Australian Rules Football in this country. Give us our team. Don't hold us to ransom. That's the issue I have. But they're saying, oh, you, yeah, you can have this, but you got to do this. The donkey and the carrot. It's, it's almost... It? it really is. It's really frustrating. Tessa, you, Tessa from our Triple M newsroom, thank you so much. Thank you. We love your calls. We love it when you take us off page. It is your show, and we've had so many of them this week. Casey in Berrydale. You work in traffic control? Ah, yeah, facility maintenance. How do we feel about the roadworks from Hobart to Launceston? How long do we think it will take? Oh, who knows, right? (laughs)
It is Free Plug Friday. Scott and Montrose. Good morning, Woody and Tube. Anyone you want to plug? <laughs> Scotty? Yeah, I'd like to plug uh, my uh, partner, Rachel. Good morning, and it's Friday, yay, and I love you. Taylor Winter. She gets married on Married at First Sight. Your dad is Darren Winter, who used to play for Clarence. <laughs> How did he handle the news? Oh, he was furious. <laughs> he was... <laughs> Out of all the footballers that have ever played football in Tasmania, there's one of them that you wouldn't want furious. <laughs> Darren Winter would be the one. <laughs> Are they just cancelling those bus routes because... I don't know why I'm saying routes and then routes in the same sentence. I always but, thought it was route, to be honest. Well... Do you route it route? I think you're right. But then it's spelled R-O-U-T-E. I think it doesn't matter. People know what I mean. I hope. I hope you know what I mean. What do you mean? Now, Woody, I won't give you my age, yep. but in the early 70s, I was a bus conductress when we had those things. Tickets, please. And it was Route. Route 155 was never route. And one of the first things she learns is how to punch. Not a passenger, but a ticket. As in trivia. Multiple choice. Who is the Federal Housing Minister? A, Julie Collins. B, Brian Mitchell. Luke B. Shelley, in Brighton, would you like to have a guess? Um, the other one. (laughs) (laughs) Anne in Mornington, if that is your real name, Anne. Not at all. No, it's totally Anne. Just say you knew someone that had changed their name to play Tassie Trivia. Is it true yeah. it's because they think they did so badly last time they won't, don't want to be recognised? They may may not want to be. Can you test your buzzer please, Anne? She doesn't remember her oh, name. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, sorry. It's on my name. Morning, Peter. G'day, mate. You guys were just talking about phone service. Went to the Red Hot Summer Tour on Sunday. Trying to ring an Uber. There is no phone service when you get out the gates of the Botanical Garden. You couldn't even send a message. We'll try and find out why this phone service is so bad. Oh, you know what we should find, Peter? When the Prime Minister joined us to announce the Marinus link, he kept dropping in and out, did he too? I'm going to see you run us through exactly what you're announcing. Well, this is the biggest <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. You, you must be, I reckon you are just outside of La Trobe, <laughs> given, <laughs> given the <sighs> service. Which is ironic. No, no. Because nope. the, the announcement is supposed to help, isn't it, with phone coverage? <laughs> <laughs> Matt and Howard, this is the text. I'm sick of hearing the opposition bad-mouthing the current government about the bus crisis. Can you guys get the Shadow Minister on and grill him about what the Labor Party will do? Shadow Transport Minister Josh Willick. Do Labor have a plan? We've been talking about transit officers, improving security on buses. The Minister's been warned for 12 months. Enough's enough. Minister Ferguson is ultimately the person responsible. Wait for a bus. Tell me, Force, that you want to talk about the buses? Personally, I think there's been too many do-gooders sticking up for these little buggers that do the wrong thing. Maybe some of these do-gooders might have to put up with them for 12 months. Maybe then they might change their attitude towards them. Rick Bean, Branch Secretary for Bus Union Tasmania. What is going on? Mismanagement, Metro board, asleep at the wheel. Believe it or not, there's actually a board. It's a do-nothing board. It has to stop there as well. Warning signs were there 18 months ago. What is it your members need? Increased security and safety. Enhanced safety is the number one thing at the moment. How do we feel about putting rubbish in other people's bins? Sonia in Sandy Bay. After Christmas, I had all this extra Christmas paper. A lady across the road lives on her own. She had hardly anything to do. Filled it up about four days later. I'm out in the garden and her and the neighbour on her side are having this huge argument saying, stop playing your music late at night. I'm sick of you. And stop filling my recycle bin with your Christmas paper. And I thought, oh, last one's on me, guys. But I didn't say anything. I just thought, I don't want to get involved. Is that bad? I think you've done the right thing. Let somebody else take... The blame, Sonia. A show with no morals. Right or wrong, it's gotta be. It's triple M. Bus cancellations, tubes. 108 of them today which is quite a few. We took you inside the crisis meetings this week that were being held and look, from what we hear, it went better than expected, but there's no immediate solution or fix. So what we're hearing is what's happening now 
is going to continue have to happen for some period of time. Well, it's going to take some time to get yeah. drivers trained up, and hopefully and we're going to see secu- yeah, security services on those bus routes. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm hopeful that they're on top of this. Still to come. It's yeah. quite an incredible story. Is it, though? Yeah, is it this- is. Have you ever heard of ghosts attaching themselves to people? So it's not haunting you a know place. The, you know the answer to that question. It's haunting you a actually, person. You actually know the answer to that question yourself. You don't have to ask it. People are in Tasmania. If you are in the vicinity of the Brooker Highway, we've just seen a fire engine leave at the fire station here in Melville Street. If you see anything on the roads, you can text us and update us 0488 With 31 degrees today, it is a high fire danger. Got a man that pushed a peanut up a massive mountain with his nose, broke a record. That's not new. Ended up in hospital. They're attempting to bottle and sell her bodily gas. <laughs> That's not new. No, wait, I'm not finished. <laughs> A couple have had to move twice to escape twice. an aggressive spirit as CCTV... <laughs> is the aggressive spirit 67-proof whiskey? Because that stuff can be dangerous. As CCTV footage shows objects flying around the house. So what happens, mm. Tubes, I don't know if you know this, but a ghost can either attach it, be attached to a house or a place or a property, right. or it can attach itself to you. And I remember this. I remember very vividly some years back a Tasmanian woman ringing me to tell me that she had a jealous ghost that was trying to split up her and her boyfriend. So the ghost would hide the keys and then she'd argue with her boyfriend, but it was the ghost. So it was it was it was pretty full on. Hang on, so the boyfriend's saying it's not me, babe. It's the ghost that's attached to me. I'm not arguing with you. I love you. I agree with you. But this ghost, babe, it's this ghost, it's just disagrees with it. I can't get it off me. The ghost was attached to the guy might have some problems. Okay. Well, I think it's sad if you can't if you're calling people in Tassie mm-hmm. a liar. Mm-hmm. Nick Summers in Nick Summers. is his name, this one. He believes an entity latched onto him after his heart stopped three times following a work accident. Was the heart was the um, entity that attached to him as his heart failed two metal paddles in the form of a defibrillator? A couple the couple claim they've been forced to flee two homes to escape the aggressive spirit. They are pretty sure it's not a demon as they're quite rare, he Can says. Can I give them advice? Instead of trying to escape ghosts, why don't you try and escape each other? Because it sounds like you two are toxic together. They set up CCTV cameras in their house. And what you can see, and I've viewed the footage, it's quite compelling, is, is TVs moving on their own, yeah. pens being flown or, or thrown, flying. Thrown. Uh, no, flying. Thrown, it's, I think. No, you watch. The pen is motionless, and then it just flies across the room. No one's even there. Fishing line. Coffee cups have been spun around. Oh. He says he made contact with the entity using a spirit box, which is like an electronic Ouija board, and communicated with a ghost who's called Dusty. So we do know the ghost is the ghost is called Dusty. Right. Uh, he said he goes through twenty light bulbs a month because Dusty keeps blowing the light bulbs. You need an electrician. He's moved twice, and you they're about need... to move for a third time. You don't need an exorcist. You need. An electrician. If your light globes are blowing up all the time, it's not dusty. It's your electrical wires that are buggered. The music's done. I don't know why I bother. You can join us on one triple three five three. Just like Cameron has. What suburb are you in? Milwaukee, mate. Oh, no. You'd like a ticket in the meat tray? I would love a ticket in the meat tray, thanks. You've got one. What are you doing on this 31-plus degree day? Oh, I'm actually outside too. Oh, See, Cameron. if anyone missed it, Tubes was whinging earlier about it being 31. You were. And you, what do you do outside? I'm in demolition. Oh, oh God. Demo. Demo. How do you stay cool? <laughs> water, plenty of water. Yeah. That's it. That's it, Cameron. We love it. We love it. Stay hydrated. But if you can... Get into 21.5 degrees Celsius.
Cameron, hang on the line for us. We'll give you a ticket. Kerry, is it? Yeah, it is. Hey, how are you, Kerry? Not bad. Yourself? Great to hear from you. What are you up to on this 31-plus degree day? Just on my way to work. And work is? Joinery. Ah, we're going to join her. It gets pretty hot in those workshops, Kerry. You got some sort of air conditioning running through the joint? Yeah, the roll of door and a breeze. (laughs) (laughs) That's how they did it in the olden days. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you know. does, does get too hot, yeah. Yeah, good on you, Kerry. We'll yeah. pop you in the meat tray. <laughs> Plenty of cricket happening over at Brunt- Blunston Arena. Woody? Yes. Massive amounts happening this weekend. In fact, currently there's a Sheffield Shield game happening at Blunston. Tasmania are taking on West Australia. Well... Wasn't a great day for Tassie yesterday. West Australia came out and smacked 372 off their second innings with Cameron Bancroft pushing again for a recall back to the test side in India, scoring 176. Not out. Tassie just couldn't find any wickets. I'm not sure whether it was easy batting at the time when I was watching, but he was making it look easy, Cam Bancroft, because Tasmania was set a target of 503 to win in their second innings. West Australia gave them pretty much four sessions to get the 503 runs that they needed. That includes three sessions today. Last night, though, Tasmania came out and lost eight wickets for 101. So they're 402 runs behind. Oh, God. It was... Just, I, I was so flabbergasted because we'd thrown, seen two wickets all throughout the day and then eight fell for Tasmania. It was ludicrous. Caleb Jewell top scoring with 24, not out the crease, Bo Webster and Jackson Bird. With 402 runs to get in around 96 overs, they need to go up four and over. They need to not lose wickets and I think it's very unlikely that we're going to see a win. In good news though, the Women's National Cricket League final is on Saturday. It's free to go along. We're going to chat later on to Maisie Gibson, Tigers oh, star. She is the star. But I did catch up with Tubes of Spin on Sport with Sasha Maloney. And Sasha is a stalwart of the Tasmanian Tigers women's program. She's been around for quite some time. She's a little Tassie girl from Longford. And this is what I love about the women's cricket team. They are so grateful. This is what Sasha had to say about being in the final. I genuinely didn't think it would happen in my lifetime, to be honest. In my, well, my playing career. I didn't think that I'd be part of not only one WNCL final and obviously to win that last year, but to be part of two of them. It's a pretty special position to be in. I love the gratitude that's shown there. Sasha coaches an under-12s cricket pathway program side. And she talked about the buy-in from the under-12 girls. It was actually a really special moment. So, yeah, coaching in the pathway at Cricket has some girls that were there last week talking about if we win one more game, we've got a home final. Them saying we, like, they're really part of it. I love that. Yeah. I love the way they embrace the community. I love the way I feel as being loosely a part of that Cricket Tasmania family I guess in that I get to go and commentate the local cricket games and I'm genuinely nervous for the Tassie Tigers girls and I think they can do it. They play at 2.10, doors open at 12.30 there's giveaways, there's the players will be around to sign autographs you can get photos and there's a free sausage sizzle. Who doesn't love that? Who doesn't love a free sausage sizzle? Over there at Blunston Arena on Saturday Get there. If you've got young kids, bring them over for the afternoon. The game starts at 2.10, goes right through to the night time, and hopefully we've got some WNCL champions. For more of Tubes' Spin on Sport and all the interviews, you can check it out on the listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R. Hi, Hannah. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? We're flying. What can we do for you? I've just called to get a ticket in the meat tray. Of course, you can have a ticket in the meat tray. And what are you up to today? I'm just walking down to work now. What's, ah, what suburb yes, are you no, from, Hannah? Guess. I'm from Rosetta. She's walking to work. You work at the Rosetta IGA. Oh, no, I'm, I live in Rosetta. I oh. work in your building, actually. In <laughs> our building? <laughs> yeah. Are you one of our workmates, Hannah? No. <laughs> oh, do you work at Hill Street? No, I'm one of the nurses. <laughs> oh, 
Because downstairs in Melville Street, there's a hospital. There's a day hospital. Day. What do, you, what do you call it, Hannah? Day surgery? Is that what it is? Hobart Specialist Day Hospital. You might have been one of the ones that gave me one of my many colonoscopies. Could have been. Could have been. It's a very good thing to do. Yeah, you got to get it checked now I'm 40, I think. Yep. Is that right? I don't know. <laughs> don't give advice, Hannah. Uh, it's unsolicited. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> George in Glenorchy, you want to say something about the buses? Yes, how are you, Woody? Yeah, good. Thank you, That's George. Bloody, that's bloody good. That's really good. <laughs> Thanks for asking. <laughs> well, not many people do nowadays because we're in such a big, fast world and full of shitheads. <laughs> so, you know, that's what happens in life, doesn't it? Oh, I appreciate that, George. Yeah, don't worry. Now, all I think what the buses is, that it, it, the, the, the bus driver's been complaining for 12 to 18 months about this. The wages are absolutely crap, as everyone knows. Uh, and to put up with some of the... the, the Physical and, and verbal abuse. I mean, it's we've lost the we've lost the plot with you know the self respect for people. You know, like a bus driver, ambulance driver, police officer. You know, the police officer books you. He books you for a reason. Stay point abusing the officer. You you you're speeding or you're on the phone. I mean, with you know spitting on people. I mean, I mean, thirty years ago this never happened. If you're going to have a bit of someone want to ding with someone, you have a bit of a you, know, you have a belt up, you have a fight. But nowadays, these scumbags just, you know, they spit on people. They just uh, slap people around. I mean, um, you know, those, the bus driver union this morning saying about putting a cage around them. Well, that's going to be nice. But what about a poor old elderly person who wants a little bit of cash, or got a bit of cash in his pocket to buy a ticket just to go six Ks? He won't be able to get on, you know. Yeah, I mean, they're we, talking we, about... We really... ta- yeah, sorry, George, just to let everyone else know, they're talking about changing it to a cashless system. There were crisis yes. uh, talks held this week and... Mm. From what we've been told, this isn't an easy fix, but security is no. a huge one, George. My concern about the safety prospect is if something happens, they're trapped. That's so, right. I don't know. I don't know what the solution here is, but I hate... We don't allow this or we try to um, stamp this out in homes. Like, yes. abuse isn't tolerated anywhere, anywhere. in any form. Right. And 98% of Tasmanian bus drivers have been abused. Yes, that's right. And then wait, it's, this is going on. I was talking to you a while about you and Jupes here a few months ago about the arenas and, and the hospitals. It's it's flowing on, you see. It's the teachers. Look at our teachers. They're abandoning their posts, sold to the earth people who are now who are teaching our future premiers, our future lawyers, our future doctors. Yet there's no there's no control. These children are yeah, the children. I blame all children. Not all children are doing it, but no. the minority are still doing this. They're abusing people. You just cannot. You just, We've we've lost the the eth- the, the, the ethics of, of self respecting people, respecting your elders, respecting um, people in the community. You know whether you like them or not, you still respect them. Teachers, you call them by their surname, not by their bloody first names. You don't spit on them, you don't punch them. I mean, you know, it's it's the same as the bus drivers. They're doing a bloody good job. It's clear, George, that you are very passionate about understandably. this. Understandably, yeah, understandably, and we appreciate your perspective, George. Yeah. Thanks so much yeah. for calling us on Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Oh, we'll call back again, mate. Don't you worry. Oh, you. Good on you, George. I hope you do, every time George. Here, every time we're on here, you're the one who winds me up. Oh, he does no, that, no, George. You know what, George? Next time, please. He winds me up as well. I could have oh, chatted with you, you what, all show. What? Yeah, no, I need, I need to talk to him one day at a local hotel. We'll, we'll, we'll get <laughs> busy, we'll George. This. We'll get busy, mate. <laughs> Thanks for your call. See ya, mate. Bye. This is Woody and Tubes. Time for Chocolate Starfish to take the words right out of Meatloaf's mouth. Like a bat out of hell. Theatre Royal Hobart, Friday 16th of June. Tickets at chocolatestarfish.com.au now. Presented by Hobart's Triple M. Yes, Chocolate Starfish. Playing the entire Bat Out of Hell album. One of Meatloaf's incredible albums. Probably the Best. Oh, was it his best album? One. Well, it was one of the greatest albums of all time. Sure, absolutely, sure. Oz. And just to clarify, yesterday we were talking about how Meatloaf got his name, mm. and he got it because apparently he looked like a little meatloaf at school, which is harsh. All oh, right. He was five foot at the time, <laughs> and he was just stocky, a bit like my Mister Chunky Pants. I'm not surprised. My that dog, Big Tubes. My dad was. He could be called Meatloaf. He's still about five foot four. Oh, and he is stocky. Where did you get? Because you're about seven foot two. Where did you get your height from? Your mum. Mum. Yeah. Interesting. Good morning, chat. Colleen. Good morning, Colleen. <laughs> Triple M. Who's this? 
Hello. Hello. Who's this? It's Jeff. Jeff, whereabouts are you, Jeff? I'm in Sorrel. Oh. Well, Jeff, in June, you're going to be at Chocolate Starfish, the Bat Out of Hell tour. You've got a double pass. That is awesome. Who are you going to take? That is great. Uh, I'm not sure yet. I'm a single man, so I'm going to have to find a lovely lady or someone. Oh, what there are you go. looking for in a lady? Oh, here we go. This is speed dating at its worst, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> what are you looking for in a lady, Jeff? Uh, just someone that's honest, there you nice, go. likes the outdoors. You sound like a catch, Jeff. You do. Uh, could be. Could be. <laughs> never know. Well, it's congratulations. You got a double pass to head along to see Bad Out of Hell, the album and show that kicked off Chocolate Starfish's acclaimed classic album series. It's back in 2023 by overwhelming demand. We've got we've had tickets to give away all this week, but you can get yours at tickets.theatreroyal.com.au. Congratulations, Jeff. Okay. Do we Thanks like dogs? Much, Do we like dogs, Jeff? Do we like dogs? Yeah. I haven't got one myself, but they seem to like me for some reason. Well, that's good. I've got two. Yeah. They're after a new daddy. I'm not sure if you know what you're getting yourself into, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. He's roughing me up again. Good on you, Jeff. There's quite a few texts coming through on 0488881073 for Jeff and Sorrel to take someone to to bat out of hell. You're out there in. No, I know, but it was never in. I tried to get in and he just hung up. I've got your number, Jeff, and I will be calling. No, I won't. This is Woody and Tubes. Australia's number one entertainment reporter, Peter Forty Ford. Morning, Forty. Good morning to you both. The plans for the Olivia Newton-John Memorial are complete. What are the details, Forty? Well, they're keeping a lot of it under wraps. So mm. it's happening on Sunday at 3.30. That's when it begins. Now, it's being held in Melbourne at the Hamer Hall at the Arts Centre. It's not going to be like the big over-the-top extravaganza like the Warney one was. It's going to be a little bit more sedate. And so if you want to watch it, initially nobody was going to show it on TV. But then the Nine Network said, we will. Then ABC News said, we will. Then this week, Channel 7 said, we will. So I'm actually hosting the, not the red carpet arrival, but they're calling it orange carpet arrivals because there's going to be an orange carpet. They want to uplift people's spirits and they've asked all the guests to wear a little bit of orange if possible. So um, I'm hosting that, which will be interesting to see who turns up and who's going to be a part of it. We know the Prime Minister's attending and a whole bunch of big wigs like that. But as to celebrities, well, I think most of the big name celebrities you'll see on video, I'm told it's an amazing montage of big name people paying tribute and basically every single person they asked said yes. So look out for that one. That's a real sign of respect for Olivia Newton-John, right, Forty? Yeah, oh, very much so. And, you know, everybody loved her. If you'd asked me 12 months ago, who's the one person that you've never heard a bad word about, um, I would have said, apart from me, uh, I would have <laughs> said... <laughs> I, I follow you on Twitter, Forty. I know what happens to you on Twitter, mate. <laughs> well, I would have said to you, Judith Durham and Olivia Newton-John, and to think they both died within a couple of days of each other was kind of freaky, but um, it is going to be quite special, and so if you want to watch it, uh, 3.30 on Sunday afternoon, but we, we no doubt we'll talk about it Monday morning. Absolutely. Course, now, course. this David Bowie Museum to open. I'm excited about this. You know, it's going to be fantastic. Oh. There's an, a, a museum in London called the Victoria and Albert Museum and they tend to specialise a lot in sort of fashion-y stuff and they've brought a lot of their exhibitions to Australia actually, but now they're going to open this David Bowie Museum basically is what it is and they've got 80,000 things, 80,000 things to choose from. Isn't that just jaw-dropping? From all of, you know, David Bowie's various fashion styles through the years, not to mention, obviously, Ziggy Stardust, all that. So that's going to be an extraordinary thing when it finally does open. That astounds me, 80,000 things. That means that David Bowie, when he was alive, had more than 80,000 things. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of it might be like a handkerchief or something, but it might be crappy, but... Uh, I'm sure in amongst the 80,000 things, there's going to be a lot of jaw-dropping things as well. I think that that'll be a massive draw card for for that. People love David Bowie. Hey, Peter 44, thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Good luck on Sunday. We'll catch you you Monday. See you then. Bye. This is Woody and Tubes. Hello, Cherie. What can we do for you? Um, Yes, we're talking about the phones dropping out. Now, every time we go around Risen Brook, um, my phone dropped out of the car. Yeah, along there. And also, earlier this year, we drove up to Launceston going through the lakes with my cousin. 
and I was from Adelaide, and I had a, I think it was Optus phone, yeah. and we had Telstra. We lost all contact through the road trip, and they had contact all the time. Oh, my God. I remember down at Eaglehook Neck, it used to be only Telstra that would have reception. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to look into this. It's gone to the dogs. So, uh, if anyone yeah. wants to flag areas that don't have any reception or poor reception, let us know. One triple three five three. Thanks for letting us know. That's okay. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> triple M Breakfast, what would you like to talk about? I just heard that guy complaining about the phone reception yeah. at the Red Hot Summer Tour. Yeah. Um, I think it's to do with the towers get congested because I was trying to ring my missus and her friend as well and you just can't get through so when you have these big events the towers the mobile towers get all congested you can't that's why the messages don't get through either so we had a similar thing we went to Fleetwood Mac and we couldn't get each other all night so they need to put um, temporary towers in there when there's large people that's probably why you can't get them at the jack jumpers game either yeah, yeah right, right that that makes sense but when you're going to events you need to be able to well one I know. there's a lot of underage <laughs> events that kids are going to they need to have reception to be safe and two you, you don't want to have a couple of drinks and drive no exactly well yeah. my missus needed to be picked up tried to carry her just about so um <laughs> how romantic out of the, out of the yeah <laughs> <laughs> tell you what it's been a while since i've been carried <laughs> Thanks oh, so much, Nicole. We Thank appreciate you. it. And that is a very good perspective. This is Woody and Tubes. It is the Cunha Garlic Festival this weekend. Tomorrow, Woody, if you're heading down there, well done. Good oh. luck to everyone that's going along. It's going to be epic. I heard there might be a garlic gin, I think it was. I love garlic. Oh, I just... Hi, Woody and Tubes. Shovel it in. On the text line, 0488881073. Highwood in Tubes, would you kindly be able to tell listeners that the Hobart Twilight Market is on today at the Brook Street Pier? We have over 40 stalls across food, drink and design. Dog and family friendly yeah. from 4.30 till 9pm. Cheers, the Hobart Twilight Market team. It is Free Plug Friday. Miles texted in too, didn't oh, he? Oh, Miles has got a gig. Oh, we're going to have to get to that. And no, no. I'll have you got it? Yeah. Miles texted in for his free plug. He did. He is a staple of the Tassie landscape. And, of course, he hosts our Tassie History podcast on Listener, L-A-S-T-N-R. He's having... Miles has sent this message in. I wonder whether I could push the friendship with a couple of free plugs on Free Plug Friday for a gig that I'm doing at the Paddy Wagon on the 4th of March. Oh, I love it. It's a big beach party night where you can dress up in your beach or summer gear that Saturday, the 4th of March. There you go, Miles. All for you, big fella. Our state's best on show. Tri- Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Tazzy Trivia. Powered by Creative Modular Homes. Fast, fabulous, affordable. Yes, it's time for Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes, Tassie Trivia. We've got a couple of contestants who join us on 13353. Good morning, Gary and Hobart. Good morning. Can you test your buzzer, please, Gary? It's your name. Gary. Beautiful. And Ethan in Saltwater River. Good morning, Ethan. How's it going, mate? We're flying. Can you give us your buzzer, please, Ethan? Ethan. Beautiful. All right, here we go, fellas. Three questions. All you got to do is get two correct, and if you get two correct, you've won one hundred dollars thanks to Creative Modular Homes. Fast, fabulous, affordable. Here we go. Question number one: Who just visited Tasmania to announce three hundred? Gary, Ethan. Oh, Gary. Um, Bill McLaughlin. Nice. My question was really funny. Oh, but, you can um, read it out. Then, no. if you want to give yourself mad props, no. he thinks it's funny because he probably would. Just, no, now you've got to read it out. Read out your multiple choice. Who visited Tasmania to announce a $360 million, $360 million for an AFL team on the condition Tasmania builds a $750 million stadium? A, Gillian McLaughlin. B, Jeff from Sorrell. And well done, Gary. You got that one right. It wasn't that, that funny. That was worth what, the... Uh... Not worth the time. Question number two. <laughs> Here we go. Where in Tasmania would you find Circle of Life Donuts? A, Hobart. B, Perth. Ethan. Gary. Ethan. Hobart. Well done, Ethan. It's all tied up. This is the tiebreaker. Here we go. First to buzz in with the correct answer wins $100 cash. What is the name of Tasmania's public metropolitan bus service? Gary. Ethan. Metro Tasmania. 
Oh my <laughs> Ethan, gosh, you've well done, done it! All the way from Saltwater River. You've won a hundred dollars cash, Ethan. What are you gonna do with the cash? I uh, treat myself, mate. Oh, I love it. Or you can come back on Monday and play for two hundred. No, I'll take the money and run, thank you. Love Smart it. stuff, Ethan. Make sure you do treat yourself. We do it every single day. Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Tazzy Trivia returns thanks to Creative Modular Homes on Monday. We've got another Tubes and Spin on Sport right now and a very special guest joins us in the studio playing in back-to-back Women's National Cricket League Championships <laughs> games. We've got one of the Tasmanian Tigers here in the studio with us. Maisie Gibson, welcome back to the studio. <laughs> Hello. Oh my God. It's great to have great. you here. How are you feeling? Um, I'm not nervous about the game yet. I'm more nervous about making sure I'm on time to pick up mum and dad from the airport this <laughs> afternoon. So <laughs> I think once I've picked them up, I think rocking up to the ground tomorrow will be yeah, pretty surreal, I reckon. Um, amazing that you've gone back-to-back. What does it mean to you to be in back-to-back WNCL grand finals? Um, I don't think it's really sunk in yet. Like, I don't even think winning the title last year for the first time for Tasmania has sunk in either. I think I'll probably get to the end of my career and realise what an achievement that is because you've got some of the greats that go through playing WNCL cricket that don't even make a final, let alone making a back-to-back final and getting the chance to kind of win two um, is pretty amazing, and it doesn't happen that often. It's been an amazing season. Ten wins from 12 games. You must be so proud of your teammates. Yeah, it's amazing, and our, I love our group. Um, it's amazing to be a part of, and then also just seeing the games across WNCL in general um, and seeing it go from eight games to 12 um, and seeing all the teams kind of push through those last four, which we've not done before, has been amazing to watch. You'll be taking on South Australia, the same team that you played last year. What are you expecting from them? Uh, I think we're definitely expecting them to come out firing. Um, They've been there before as well, and they've got quite a few girls that are a part of the Strikers who won the Women's Big Bash. Um, So I think they've had a taste of winning now and winning a title, so I think they'll come out red hot, um, raring to go. Jude Coleman's the new coach, Woody. Mm. She's been outstanding, taking over from Sally Ann Beams. In, in fact, today we have an exclusive chat on the Listener app, LIS10R, with Sally Ann Beams, talking about being the first ever female high-performance manager for cricket internationally. That's incredible. That's incredible stuff. Yeah. Now, there's loads of stuff happening at the game too, Maisie, isn't there? There is. What's going on down there? Well, the thing that I've most taken note of is the free sausage yes. sizzle throughout the day. Yeah, you might too. find me there too. I'm at the lunch break or the dinner break because it's a day-night game. So gates open at 12.30. The game's starting at 2.05. Um, so everyone get down. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's free entry, is that? Uh, yeah, free entry, That's free incredible. to get in and a free sausage sizzle. I must emphasise free sausage sizzle. From 2 o'clock the game starts. Yeah. Gates open with plenty of cricket activities. The, the female players at Cricket Tasmania are so gracious and so giving with their time. After the game, they'll be there for autographs, photos, regardless of whether they win or lose. But let me tell you, Maisie, I'm incredibly proud of you, mm. incredibly proud of where you've come from. I've known you for a long time. You've come back from knee reconstructions, and I'm incredi- incredibly proud of the Cricket Tasmania female group. You're an outstanding bunch of people, and I can't wait for you to bring home the Ruth Pretty Trophy on Saturday. We look forward to it, and we look forward to seeing you all there. This is Woody and Tubes. We might have some Alliance bars to give away Monday. They're no longer in circulation after Zip's We didn't talk about this. Buddy, we do not have time right now to discuss it, but I may have been dropped off a couple of dozen. You weren't. I was. Well, you weren't, but I was there. And this show is a we, and we includes Tazzy. Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Text chat. we we'll start that on Monday. Love your text coming through on 04888871073. This is off the back of Jeff from Sorrell winning Bat Out of Hell tickets. He was single, so he didn't know who he was going to take. Yeah. And I offered to go with you. I don't have tickets. Well, but he, that's I okay. think it's you and I'm about not, a million others that are keen on a date. I'm, Cara um, in... Gnorky, does Jeff want a date? Trish in Bridgewater. Morning, guys. Woody, you should have asked how Je- how old <laughs> how old you should have asked how old Jeff is. I'm a single woman who enjoys fun and outdoors too. Cheers, Trish. Well, I like outdoors when I'm floating about. I don't like hiking. Don't give me hiking and stuff like that. But basically, Jeff, she's saying she's not for you. Well, no. <laughs> 
Um, I like the outdoors if it's on a motorbike or a... Brad from New Norfolk. Yeah. Wants a ticket in the meat tray. You got it, Brad. Well done. Tubes. Please just let Woody get on with the stories. Thank you. That way it will be over quicker. Thanks from all the listeners. Cheers, Charles. P.S. Love the show. That's a oh. horrible thing. What's his name? Charles. That's a horrible I'll do what thing I to can. say. I'll do what that, I can, Charles. If this isn't to do with the ghost story I spoke about <sighs> earlier today, where people have had to move house three times because a ghost has attached itself to a couple... Yes. Yes. Well, that's, that's, that's what he's exact, probably referring to. I think to. that's exactly what he's referring to. And I did, and I think there's something wrong with the phone, because I asked Hobart if anyone had a ghost story. No one does. No. Or maybe they're too scared to talk about it, and I don't blame you. Matt for the meat tray. Gary for the meat tray in Bridgewater. You're in. Transport problem is not just Tassie. As a driver, I've been approached by a mainland firm lately for better pay as they need a bus driver. Cheers from Pete and Hara. Jody, you're in the meat tray too. Michael needs meat tray and he says, reception issue is mostly about the number of people trying to get service. It is common at events with large numbers of people. Thanks from Michael. In Lindisfarne, we love getting your text 0488 Actually, here's one very quickly. Yeah. Hey, morning crew. Traffic, you never report on the issues at Lena Valley as there's lots of blockages along Augusta Road. Some mornings, a five-minute drive is 30 minutes just what? to get through two suburbs. It will be clear now, but at 8 a.m. it's terrible. I'll message next week when it's not moving. Thank you very much we for are, the traffic updates. We appreciate that because we are doing real-time commute times and you're our eyes and ears, so we appreciate when you let us know that. 0488 881073 is the text line if it's safe to do so, or you can call 13353. Yeah. All the very best to the Tasmanian Tigers. I love watching the women and how grateful they are to be out there on Blunston Arena. This is huge. I'll be huge. there on Saturday from 12.30 for those free sausages. Lots of love. J-Mac. It's free to get in. And this is epic. This is back-to-back. This back is, to- is this getting lost on I some think, news outlets? I, because no, I I'm think not seeing a lot of people covering it. This is a national cricket final. And... Our Australian female cricketers are literally the best in the world. This is the best female competition of cricket in the world. And it is getting better and better every single year. And we have a final here on our doorstep at Blunston Arena. Turn up there. Free. Yes. I cannot say it's free to enter with a free sausage sizzle. Free sausage sizzle, cricket activities, loads of giveaways and things. Head over to Blunston Arena on Saturday from 12.30pm. Quick free plug for Free Plug Friday. Divergence built. Small to full renovations thanks to Al and Chigwell. It's Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Big show. It's going to be an even bigger one on Monday. So Zepp's closed down, which is really sad. It this was is in Campbelltown. And they yeah. were home to the famous... Can I get it out? No. Alliance Bar. You know what happened here. Which is like a double-decker <laughs> Snickers bar. And the best these... thing, the best thing I've ever put in my mouth is one of these Alliance Snickers bars. They are absolutely delicious and divine. The best thing ever. The only thing that you, well, I like food, so there's. I'm saying they're one of my favourite treats that you've had in your that mouth. That I've had in my mouth. Mm. And let me tell you, I used to go to Zepps and I'd pay the Campbelltown tax every single time I'd go past Zepps. Zepps is closed. It closed last Friday, but the former manager Chris got in touch with me and said, Tubes, I've got a present for you. Dropped them off in my house. 22 Alliance bars. You ate and them we all. ate them all. You ate them all. It's we, disgusting. Erin and I. Not me. You didn't bring one to work. And I said to you, you don't like we sweets. could have given them away. You don't like sweets. We could have given them away to the show. Chris. Chris popped back kindly, in. Kindly pa- popped in yesterday. And dropped some more off. <sighs> and I'm here and I've seen them. And we're going to give them away on Monday. Isn't that fun for everyone? I'm not cool about this. It doesn't matter. You don't need another 22 alliance. It wasn't it's 22. Quite he revolting. only dropped off 18. There's 18 in the freezer. That's bull. That's not that bull. Is bull. There was 18. No, there wasn't. Chris, I'm going to need a text from I, you, please. I will call Chris. 04888 I haven't eaten four of them. I haven't eaten any. I put them 18 into the freezer. I promise. 
Uh, it you know took what? literally everything that I, I am to you. not eat one of them. I don't trust you when it comes to food because <sighs> you're, you're a liar. I went in there and found a yeah. vegan <laughs> vegan magnum, though. <laughs> I smashed that at about quarter past nine yesterday. <laughs> Have a great weekend. We can text us right across at 0488 Oh, there we go. Oh, no, that's just been called me. a DH no, no, by my co-host. No, that did not happen. It did. HR. It did. It didn't. I said it as a term of... In fact, I think you might have said an <laughs> F word to me whilst online with a caller. Oh, I'm going to no. have to try and find that. Well, this is the problem. So producer Rhea's been away. And, she's um, ill. She hasn't just taken a holiday. She's ill. She's ill. You know she's watched all of Dawson's Creek. And I said to her, <laughs> did you... Oh, have, tell me That's you've enough seen to make this, you sick. Tell me you've seen this before. But she's younger than us. She's a bit younger and she's achieved a lot more. But uh, she goes, no. Speak for yourself. So she wasn't old enough to watch it when it was on free-to-air TV. Yeah. That well, was a great show. I was always was upset, though, because I was told it was called Dawson's Creek because he drowns in the creek. But that never happened and I was a bit disappointed. Anyway. Well, that's a massive spoiler alert if it is, isn't it? The title is because oh. he, he drowns in the creek in the end. <laughs> We'll catch you Monday. Loads of stuff happening there. We got well. You're trying to give away my alliance bars. We are bars. giving away alliance bars. Well, we'll Even find the boss out. We'll find out on Monday. Bye. This is Woody and Tubes. Woody and Tubes, weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the listener app. It's Triple M.